You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome everybody! You are listening to the 90s episode 91. What are we talking about, boys? Uh, we lady? talk about the inevitable Roundy Rousey uh, and all the fighting things that's been happening. Rowdy Roddy Piper and They Live. We touched oh, up. <laughs> Warlock with Julian Sands and then Aliens, the D&D movie that's upcoming, the movie, uh, sorry, movie development hell, video game edition, Paul Rudd and the Wet Hot American Summer Series. So good. Then we talk about the E.T. video game documentary and the downfall of Atari. Uh, Canadian elections, gish wishes, uh, bronies, the Highland Games, and feet, and somehow seamlessly segue through all of those topics. All pronounced gish wishes. Wait. So hold on a second. The fight yeah. was over in 30 seconds? 36 seconds. 36 seconds. Yeah. And who are these chicks? Ronda Rousey, uh-huh. undefeated heavyweight, or not heavyweight, undefeated UFC champion in the women's division. Okay. Uh, Beth Carrera. Yeah. Uh, undefeated challenger, uh, shit talker, yeah. and currently seeking medical attention <laughs> for head trauma. This is not the first shit talker who got the ever living crap pounded out of them. I seem to remember a GSP fight that was similar. Yeah, Nick Diaz. Yeah, where Nick where Diaz GSP was just like super chill, gentlemanly, and then Nick Di- Diaz shot off his mouth, started skipping promos. Yeah, didn't want to come to Montreal until the last last minute. Except that that wasn't a thirty six second fight. That was like a no. Nick Diaz minute. had a lot of took a beating and it yeah. went to. Uh, it went to the judge's decision on that one. Right. Now, Rousey knocked this girl out. Rousey, who's a judo fighter, mm-hmm. did not use too much judo. She just punched Carrera in the head. Isn't that, like, smart? It's like preparing your your, your opponent, knowing that you're a judo champ, is going to be prepping versus judo. And then if you come out swinging, they're gonna you're going to mix them up. In my opinion, you should fight standing. And if you should happen to be knocked down onto the ground, then you should have learned some sort of grappling, judo, or jiu-jitsu to deal with that eventuality. But a fight should be standing up, in my opinion. Yeah, but UFC has point yeah. system, like boxing does, and getting takedowns are worth more points. Really? Yep, takedowns are worth points. If you can knock someone on their butt, right. that's, that, the judges award points. you more it's points so than that. so boring. I don't want to watch people fucking wriggling on the floor. That's what porn is for. I want to f- see people fucking kicking and punching. That's what I would pay to see. Is your porn that's like UFC? Maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> those two are really not interchangeable for, I think, the majority of human beings. Why do you think I watch wrestling? <laughs> uh-huh. That, that was not my first guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to guess the plot lines. Yeah. Yeah, they saw the plot lines. <laughs> oh, oh, God. We brought up wrestling. I'm so sad this week. Why? Oh, yeah. Didn't somebody oh, die? Oh, Roddy yeah. Piper. Roddy, Roddy Piper died. Yeah. 61 years old. You know Heart what? Attack. I saw that, and I was like, I have to go and watch They Live Again. Just, yeah. Just to like. Was he in that? He was, was like the star. The, he was the main character of I They Live. I don't know. I didn't see that. Have you Holy ever seen They Live? 
Never? No. Oh, my God. It's a fucking masterpiece on so many levels. <laughs> what, okay, so it's like an action movie from the 80s. Yep. Draw, directed by Carpenter. Yeah, directed by John Carpenter, so you know it's going to be good. And <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. And um, it's like the plot sort of is that there's these aliens who are like taking over the world and Rowdy Roddy Piper. And no, one c- no one can see them. Yeah, nobody can see them. They look like ordinary people. Okay. And then these sunglasses, how do they get distributed? What's there's the a deal? there's an underground rebellion that okay. has manufactured these sunglasses. The hell? So when you, you put them on, you can see the aliens, and you can see these like subliminal messages that are left all over the place, and then like big billboards that just say "Obey" on them. That's where that that whole "Obey" thing comes from. Is this movie? I don't know about this "Obey" thing. Really? Shepard Fairey, the yeah. street art thing. What? So if instead of instead yeah. of an ad for makeup, when you put the glasses on, it just says you know Open. submit. Oh, yeah. okay. Or consume oh. or obey right. right every magazine cover has it every piece of advertising has it and then uh, these aliens are running around all over the place and they're like hideous so blue skin gigantic over skeleton bug eyes, bug eyes. Fucking... i would have thought it was like a zombie thing where they it's, live it just sounds no like it's it. really like yeah. aliens have been living here for like 20 years but and like slowly infiltrating taking, and, and taking over and taking over and like teleporting more of their species in from their other planet so they have these like bi- this big like broadcast tower where they can like beam people over from their planet so right. it's like an infiltration takeover of the world rather than a violent one ah. and um so rowdy roddy, roddy piper gets the fucking glasses <laughs> <laughs> and is, is he as himself in this movie or no no he's playing a character oh. uh, a hard-working man just looking to make his way is he a gym teacher oh he's, he's a construction worker <laughs> okay working that was my under next the table <laughs> yeah um and as soon as he finds out he starts shooting them <laughs> Wow. He goes on like a 10-minute kill spree, like into a supermarket, into a store. He shoots a cop. And then he goes on the the run. Keith David. Keith The voice of Goliath from Gargoyles. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Arbiter from The Halo. Yeah. And and, uh, like this guy's done so much voice work and everything. So the voice like that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they become friends. I don't remember. They become friends at the, the construction site. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. And then... He, Roddy Piper's all over the news. All the police want him. And his friend is like, man, you are too much trouble. You're more trouble than you're worth. Here's your last paycheck. Like, that's it. That's all the help I'm giving you. Leave me the hell alone. Like, I have my own life to worry about, you psycho mass murderer. <laughs> and then Roddy Piper tries to make him put on the sunglasses. To make him put on the sunglasses? They have a six-minute fight scene. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just, just like over the top. Have you seen like, the chicken fights in um, yes. Family Guy? Yes. That's what that's based on. Really? Where, where it just like, they're like, duh, duh, duh. And then it stops. <sighs> duh, duh, duh. And it keeps going, you know, where they just keep going. It's, that's what it's from. It's from They Live. And, and it's six minutes. I, I was sure it was longer than that. It's, it, it's six minutes of them punching each other. Yeah. And like kneeing each other. Yeah. And, Hitting each other with two by fours, and all Piper keeps shouting is, "Put on the glasses, Jesus! <laughs> Put them on!" <laughs> you gotta see this. Uh, it's so good. It's, right. like, it's like '80s cliche. Top, so if, top like if you like Big Trouble in Little China, yeah, you yeah. love they live. I did. Oh, I made John watch Warlock yesterday. Warlock? Yeah, with Julian Sands. Really? Yeah. What's What's Warlock? It's with Richard E. Grant and Julian Sands, and it's like 80s horror movie extraordinaire from... Wait, is it based on the books? I don't know. 
Because no, it's no way it was based on the no, books. No, because yeah. I, I, I don't know these. This one year, I was doing like um like shitty gifts for Keith Miss, and I found this like I went into like um uh, the Captain Q on on St. Catherine Street, and they yeah. had all these books for like twenty five cents, and there was like Warlock, Son of Warlock, Daughter of Warlock, what? The Warlock Lives, Warlock Attacks, and everything. Whatever. Those are perfect. They were awful. Yeah. So. They were awful. I read mine. Oh, did you? Yeah, the warlock is missing. <laughs> and it was like, it was parody without being funny. It was really bad. Was it like the, like, remember Gentleman Broncos? That movie? Super oh, indie movie about sci-fi authors? No, it was like the D&D cartoon without the smarm. Oh, oh, hold on. We got to go back to D&D because you heard Hasbro and Warner Brothers are getting together to make a D&D movie. What? Yeah, it's like signed and it's fucking going. Like and what? Third one? Yeah. This the third like, one? No, no, no. Like a brand new Dungeons and Dragons movie based off of Forgotten Realms. Because they're like, what, what, like they're looking for what are, what are the, what's the next uh, Marvel franchise, right? And they're like, where, where's intellectual property? Where there are tons of characters, a huge world to draw characters from, blah, blah, blah. And Hasbro was like, well, we got Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But how will they ever top Jeremy Irons? I'm sorry, Sophie. What were the? Did you see the second? You were talking about Warlock. The second one was a lot better than the first one. I know the second one was fun. I know, (laughs) but they had no budget. Uh, Warlock. Yeah, no. It's just like uh, it starts like super long ago, like 300 years ago. A witch hunter is about to burn this witch who is a warlock, whatever. Julian Sands, and um, he he propels himself through time to escape the hanging, basically, or burning, as you do. And the guy, uh, the witch hunter, follows him through. And it's the 80s, modern Mm -hmm. times. And the guy is trying to get this grimoire. So it's like a reverse Terminator. It's a reverse (laughs) Terminator. He's trying to get this grimoire to... uh, for for Satan to serve Satan and gain ultimate power and stuff like that, so he goes on this like esoteric rampage it's across good, the land. Uh, it's a good thing people in the eighties were scared of Satan. I know. Oh no, it's just so such nonsense and like needless slaughter and stuff like that. I kind of like that he is serving Satan. Isn't that like the classic definition of a he's witch? He's serving like himself, a, like though. Like a woman who has Congress with the devil—that's a witch. Yeah. yeah. But no, but I mean, they address that. Like some kids, like you can't be a witch. Witches are girls, and he's right. like, no. Anyway, but yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. Uh, they, they play with that a little bit, and it's it's different. It is very different. And there's obviously. No research. None of the spells or, or superstitions are based in reality at okay. all. It's laughable, and so are the special effects and makeup. Right. Uh, but it is fucking fantastic, and hmm. I love it. <laughs> I've never understood how makeup in the 80s could fail so spectacularly. I so many of those movies. What do you mean? Like They had no fucking budget, yo. Budget or not, I mean, it's not like technology is so different in terms of the world of makeup. They had it where it counted. I mean, Aliens, that's an 80s movie, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So Thanks. they had some fucking spectacular shit in there. Same thing for Terminator. Holy but then shit. Did you watch Aliens? No. Oh. Why? We talked about it last time. Okay. And? Sophie okay. said she hadn't watched Aliens. I'm yeah. not going to. Why not? <laughs> I don't want to. I'm afraid of spiders. I'm afraid of aliens. They combine the two in this fucking movie. <laughs> okay, but okay, but Aliens is like an action movie. It's not really a horror. It's directed by James Cameron. Yeah. He did the Terminators. He did T2. Like, yeah, it's more like the Terminators than yeah. anything else. The first one, sure, has a little bit of the horror element. but Yeah, because like, it's all darkness and running away. But right. these are soldiers coming in to kill aliens, so they shoot them with machine guns a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's... It, Maybe. It's really Polarizer. not scary. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> In terms of movies, that's one of my favorite quotable movies that people Aliens? don't understand. Oh, yeah. 
it, it's it, it delivers on like every possible gun like like even, to me the best part of it is the twisting expectations where it starts off as like the rah 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 we're gonna fuck everything up we're marines yo america and then they get like so badly demolished it just twists but, but even then they get so badly demolished and none of the badasses lose their badassness yeah at that point right like they Hicks is still a badass. Yep. Vasquez is still a badass. In their final moments, they all do something badass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yes. Like everything goes wrong, but the, the 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 cool characters stay cool, and you don't you don't fault them for it. You're just like, oh yeah. Well, no, no, no. You fault Paul Reiser, and you fault whoever the shitty Gorman. corporal. Yeah, Dorman. Gorman. Yeah. Gorman. Gorman. Yeah. But even then, he gets a badass scene. What? The he captain? ends up at the end. Oh yeah, 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 all the way at the end. Yeah. All right. Anyway, you should see it. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it with you, and we can watch it with the lights on. You won't get scared of nothing. Okay, no, wait. Tell you what. We'll watch it with the lights off, and we'll back-to-back it with Warlock. Done. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay, guys, that. I got a list for you. What? And I want you to tell me uh-huh. what is the list. You guys ready? Yes. Here's the list. Okay? Hamburgers. Bioshock. Okay. Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Castlevania. Yeah. Dante's Inferno. Stop me anytime you think you know what this list this is. This is a video games list. Wrong. I mean, it is, but that's not what the list is. Driver, Gears of War, Dead Island, Deus Ex, Devil May Cry, Doom, EverQuest. These are all first-person shooters, I think. Uh, These are all video games I've heard of. They are. (laughs) Okay. Wait, you've played one of those. You you might have played some of these. Maybe EverQuest a million years ago. Driver. I played played Driver, you are the wheelman. You played Call of Duty. Okay, Gran Turismo, and then at Gran Turismo is where I got bored of writing them down. Okay. What's what's the what's the link through all of these? You played them all. There are movies being made of these that are stuck in development hell. Oh, are you God. serious? <laughs> Hang on. Well, wait. I'll go again. Bioshock. <laughs> okay, that could be a movie. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Anyway, I, I that would this, be great. I stole this list from Chud.com. Bioshock, which which I don't know, it could be, and it could also like could also be terrible. Okay, there's actually. It's not Battleship, right? We're making a movie based on the... Or te- Tetris, the new shape of terror. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> Call, Call of Duty, which would just be like a... Rotate! Rotate! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Castlevania. Yeah. Man, I don't understand how that's uh, a thing that's been developed anyways. Well, it, it could be that the, the... Keanu Reeves is Simon Belmont. Like it just Who's Simon Belmont? The main character in Castlevania. Yeah. I thought it was a vampire. Dracula. Is no, the that, that's actually Castlevania Symphony of the Night. You play Alucard, Dracula's <laughs> son, but that's only in that one game. Although Alu- nerd. <laughs> although Alu- Alucard does appear in Castlevania Three. Um, God, what's the subtitle for that? I don't remember. It was like Castlevania, then Simon's Quest, and then the third one, which was like way better than any of the other ones on the NES. Anyway, it was amazing. Really? Yeah, know. you could I like. Played, I only played the first two, but I played the hell out of them. Yeah, me too. So it's a guy with a whip who wants to fight Dracula, and then like, Dracula shows up and they fight. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. I remember Screen Caps. That is all. That, that's yeah. a movie that pretty much writes itself. Castlevania is a cool sounding name. Like, mm-hmm. what was the incredibly shitty one? Oh, Van Helsing. Do you remember that? Van Helsing. The movie. I am hollow. It's mm. not so bad. <laughs> what is that? A quote from the movie. Dracula is like, I am hollow. Yeah, right. it's the yeah, 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 but the the plot of that movie was the worst. The bunch of vampire Dracula babies that needed magic this. blood to hatch. Yeah, that, weren't there vampire just, cows in there? It might have been not cows, but like there were like these little monkey things that all hatched and flew around the city and tried to kill everything. It was just, just I, a I, bad I remember plot. hating it. I remember really being angry at it. 
I, I'm actually pretty sure that it was a Castlevania movie, and they they like just didn't get the licensing right. Like, you remember the opening mm-hmm. scene to it was in a clock tower with yeah. all these like ticking was, gears and shit, fighting a gigantic. Um, it was in Notre Dame, and he was fighting Mr. Hyde. Right, but <laughs> but there was like clock stuff in there, wasn't there? Did you say cock? No, it was <coughs> it was just Croc? in the bell tower of Notre Dame. Okay. Well, anyway, it felt like a like a Castlevania game. Clock. Clock. But okay. they did throw a lot of tower. If you have to pick <laughs> clock tower or cock tower, which one? I heard croc after. That sounded way more interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep going down the list. Okay, so Castlevania, you're right. I could totally see that one going. Dante's Inferno? I don't know the plot to that, but I know there's a ridiculously pretty emo guy with white hair on the cover. Yeah, I don't really know what the plot of that one is either. I played like 10 minutes of it and I got bored. But the um, It's basically him going through levels of hell, right? Like yeah, and like killing fucking demon Diablo. stuff that are taking over the world, which also could work as a flick. Driver, what's you got the skivvy on that one? Driver, you are the wheel man. That's that's basically um, the getaway driver drive, kind of thing. Right? Yeah. Like, okay. Drive. Wow, well, no. Well, no. That's that's what the guy's job is. Your main character, and he, yeah, but he works for gangs. He takes jobs. He drives the car. Okay, but if if you say that that's what the plot of Drive is, you're gonna miss out on what like what Drive is actually. Right, about but like, there w- there there is a movie that can be easily made about what fucking what's his name the. Uh, Jason Statham has already made like oh, three yeah, movies yeah, yeah. about that. Um, getaway? getaway Man getaway, or the Getaway Driver. Uh, or whatever. He's basically Isn't it the just same called... Thing. No, wait. I don't know anymore. Yeah. A guy who drives cars for the mob. Like right. it's, it's, <clears throat> it's a story that tells itself. I mean, <laughs> okay. You Gears, can write a movie like that. Gears of War? Basically 40K-ish. Like a re- reboot of that. Dead Island? Which yeah, is, totally. It's a zombie movie. That's a zombie movie. thing, right? Zombies on an island yeah, totally works. Yeah, that's not works. overdone. Um... Deus Ex, which would be pretty fucking cool, man, as the, a movie. Those yeah. the trailers for those games just make me want to watch the movie that is that. Deus Ex, yeah, yeah. The De- Deus Ex is like in the near future. Um, people, it's like a like a post. Think think like Blade Runner, kind of like it's Ooh. like it's set in that kind of a world, except that there's lots and lots of cybernetic enhancement for all kinds of people, and then a lot of the core of the story is like people losing their humanity through. That'd be cool, um, man. Yeah, we're that, due for a new what's the one? It was, Blade Runner. There's stuff. one that's like a trailer where it's all about the the companies withholding the medication that stops rejection of the enhancements. Ooh. Man, yeah. that trailer is just it's three Jesus. minutes long and I'm like, what happens? <laughs> 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 it's like the you, people get addicted to this medication because they have all these bio enhancements. Yeah. And then the company that puts it out is just like, oh, now it costs ten thousand dollars a month to to do it, and you're just yeah. like, what? And then they're like, oh, you you can't do that. Well, I guess your eyes are going to get rejected, right? So sorry. Have fun being blind. <laughs> the um the best part of those games is they they focus really hard on like you can spec your character to be like a combat guy or a stealth guy or a like hacker guy or a so is it like Shadowrun? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Except awesome. it, except that it's first person shooter in Deus Ex rather than the new Shadowrun games are also amazing. If you I don't like. Know. Just, just, just released a bunch of Shadowrun games. Really? Um, I've never played a Shadowrun game, but I've always oh wanted man, to. that SNES so one fun. was so good. The which one? The Super Nintendo one. Did you play so the new ones? Because they're based 100% on that. Really? Like, yeah. oh, that. Would you run one? A Shadowrun game? Sure. Like, we're not D&Ding right now, so I don't know if you That's have... That's true. Like, like, like a three or four session Shadowrun arc. Yeah. It's super kick-ass. Um, Doom? As in Doom, D-O-O-M? Yes. Like another movie? Yeah. With The Rock again? I doubt that. Highly. Or Carl Urban? 
Because I like that movie. It was dumb as shit, Even but really fun. The first person perspective sequence at the end. I don't care. Or bad. I had fun Terror watching bad. that movie, and I was fully aware of how bad it was, but I was like, yay, and they're all pretty. Doom, except they're not on Mars and they're not fighting house demons. <laughs> I don't care. It had Carl Urban in it. I'm a fan. Okay. Uh, what was the name <laughs> of the character in Doom? <laughs> guy Anybody? Gun. Gun Guy? Pretty sure it was Doom Guy. Doom? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I called him. EverQuest, I have no idea what the plot to EverQuest was. Uh, I, th- I always thought it was like generic fantasy universe. Isn't it a bunch of elves and shit and Hooper in there somewhere? <laughs> bunch of elves and shit and Hooper. Yes, that was the Hooper plot. spent his whole life playing that fucking game. Well, he got his shit together. He's got two kids. He does, uh, doesn't he? <laughs> Forget about those. Who play guys. Minecraft? Uh, oh, yeah. I think Minecraft was on that list also. Oh, gosh. Like what? a Minecraft movie. No, no, no. Oh, but like think a about Lego it. movie? Like the Lego movie. There you go. And then you're there, right? <laughs> Uh yeah, EverQuest. All I remember was playing once mm-hmm. on Greg Stroll's computer when he he and I were roommates. Right. You and lived with Greg Stroll? Yep. And he was playing a druid, so he let me play his character, and I trained a whole bunch of kobolds <laughs> into a city and then turned into a tree. <laughs> That's amazing. And I just watched them. <laughs> People running around crying. <laughs> Losing permanent XP is from fucking dying. To yeah, I was like, thing. can I play this game some more? And he said, no. <laughs> I have to leave. Everybody's going to hate you. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, all of that to say, they're making a whole bunch of shitty video games. No, no, wait, wait. You did not get back to Gran Turismo. I did not get back to Gran, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo is a game where there's no characters. Nope. It's just cars. It, yes. you, it's racing on tracks, and then you win money and you buy new cars. So but isn't that just a Fast and Furious, but with less vim? No, 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 no. There's no characters. Less win? It's like, it's like saying you're going to make a win? movie about NHL 15. Uh, like, which you could. It'd be like the Mighty Ducks, NHL. Friday Night Lights? Re- something Remember the Titans? I don't, I don't know. That, that, that's what, like, it, that's what it would be. The Longest Yard? Yeah. It's, it's just... Any given it, Sunday? It, <laughs> we're good. Let's keep going. <laughs> but those were football movies. Okay, but those whatever. Those terrible NHL okay, movies. Okay, but if, if it was like Madden 97, the movie. <laughs> you know, like... Th- th- that's what they could have been. They were like feel good football rah 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 movies. That's what. That's what. Oh god. Uh, Gran Turismo is going to be, except it's going to look really good. They'll get a director who's all like artsy. But like, what's it going to be? Just like six races, and at the end, the guy has a freaking F one. No, you know what? Even better, it'll be like uh, Fast we'll and Furious Tokyo Drift. That. I'm just picturing it's like Days of Thunder, except Nicole Kidman's character has been completely erased. So it's just Tom Cruise racing, winning money. <laughs> like, the end. I've never even seen that. It's good. I don't like Nicole Days Kidman. of Thunder? You don't like Nicole Kidman? I don't. I've God. always hated she her. She was so hot. She, she was still really is. Did you see her on Jimmy Fallon? Uh, that, that interview? When? It was, it was about six months ago, but it got the video went viral. Okay. What did she do? After she left Tom Cruise... Um, and before she married her country singer husband, okay. she was introduced to Jimmy Fallon when he was on SNL and by a mutual friend who was like, you know, Jimmy has a big crush on you. You guys should meet. So this friend arranged for her to come over to his place and he had no idea, didn't clean his apartment and played video games the whole time she was there. Oh my God. Which sounds hysterical. Like if it happened to us when we were 17, but this right. is Jimmy Fallon and Nicole Kidman. Hold on a lot. But, but like, if he had a big thing for her, why would he keep playing video games when she showed up? Because he thought he wanted to stay casual and didn't understand the situation at all and didn't think that she was at all interested. Wait, so then when she went on the show... She told the story. She he told was me. like, oh my God, what, really? <laughs> 
it was pretty awesome. He must have been kicking himself. He should be. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like they're both married now, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, it's a, it's a decade later. Someone just, married Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. What Did he have, laugh through what the whole ceremony? What do you have against <laughs> Jimmy Fallon? He's funny. He is and funny. He has cool, cool musical numbers. I kind of dig his. Does he? His show. Yeah. I don't know. I've he's a he's a master at creating viral content. Yeah. He he makes three minute videos that people want to watch. <laughs> three minutes. Like, that's all. I would watch something for three minutes. That's all I can fucking stand right, watching something like for, it's unless it's a Marvel movie now. And he's he's got the full backing of his network to put everything on YouTube, and uh, it's awesome. Yep. Speaking of that, did you see Ant Man? I did. Did we talk about this last? We week? spoke I feel like about I it briefly about it. between Fantasia movies. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. And I disagree with you still about Paul Rudd not being Paul Ruddy enough. Uh, yeah, he could have been more it, like, and I, and I feel like I have ammunition now to back up that argument because I just watched the full eight episode Wet Hot American Summer TV show. There's a TV. Is it on Netflix? It's it on, on Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> I was just about to jump onto this. I watched the first episode last night. Yeah, what'd you think? Man, does my wife hate the Wet Hot American Summer? <laughs> <laughs> really? I was watching this. I'm like. She was like, okay, I'm going to bed now, so you watch what you want. And I was right. like, okay, what on American Summer? Yeah. And then she didn't move from the couch. So she did. <laughs> and she just started getting angrier and angrier. The fuck? Like, angrier. I could kind of understand. It is really, really juvenile humor. I haven't watched it yet. It. I've only seen the movie, and I worship <laughs> the movie. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does it for so long. <laughs> He's doing it. And I'm like, uh, that's funny. Yeah. And then I could just. I can hear her grinding her anger. Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she she doesn't crack her knuckles, but I can feel her hands tensing up. Yeah. Why does she hate Paul Rudd? She hates comedy. <laughs> 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 and we covered this. She doesn't like funny things. It's super rare that there's anything funny that we can watch together. Like so Brooklyn Nine Nine, she's a fan of, and that's a weird. I went through eight episodes of that also, and it's very fucking funny. It's oh, I know. Oh my god, did you watch uh, the season finale, season two yet? Yes. Without any spoilers, yeah. and oh my god, did you cry? No. Because I cried. Oh. It's so did John. <laughs> it was ridiculous. We were both like, "No, I'm not." But yeah, totally worked. Wow. <laughs> It's good. It delivers, but... Yeah. So, yeah, Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. Man, <laughs> some of those people, 10 years was not kind. Nope. But that's the best part of the fucking show. He's like, we're all 16, and they're all clearly in their fucking 40s and 50s. Are they 50s. still pretending to it's be at the... all the it's exact same actors, and it's a prequel. It's the first day of camp. The Are whole season is the first day of camp. What's her name? Janine Garofalo's there still? Yes. <gasps> everyone. Everyone. I oh, love the her. The other thing that was funny yeah. was H. John Benjamin yeah. is in it. Yeah. And... Riss has never seen what he looks like. Are you really? kidding me? No, no. Did she think he looked like Archer? I, I don't know, but she's sitting there, and she's like looking at him giving his opening speech. I always figured the... that he looked like Coach from Home Movies, because that's how I discovered him. God, what, how would you describe it? He looks like Homer Simpson with <laughs> no. beard. No, he looks like a short, balding Jewish dude with a beard. Yeah, but he's not horrible. He's no, an average-looking no. well, yeah, big guy. Yeah, he's an average-looking dude, yeah. but... But, but, but yeah, certainly not fucking Archer. Right? Nope. <laughs> watching Riss, watching him talk that opening speech in the yeah. first episode was just, when's she going to get it? When's she, <laughs> when she going to get it? She looks over at me and she's like, is that? I'm like, yep. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know he was in Wet Hot American Summer. He was not in the movie. Okay. Plays, no, he plays the voice of the can. can. The voice of the what? Do you remember the can? That talks to the cook. Yeah. 
Holy shit. That's H. John <gasps> Benjamin. Oh, my anyway, God. Anyway, all of that shit ties together. Everything ties together. <laughs> Everything ties together. Every character, every plot line, there's little links between the episodes and the fucking movie. It is so fucking good. Oh, my God. I am power watching that next week with John. Yeah. Mm, I yeah. watched the first episode and then got into an argument with Russ. She's like, why are all these people in this thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, why are all these people in this thing? John Hamm is in it. Fucking, um, what's his face? Uh, Bradley Cooper and Amy Poehler. Well, of course. Are they really? Was Bradley Cooper in there originally? Yep. He was one of the gay couple. Who, whatever. <gasps> of course he was. Yep. Yes. And, um, was he Steve? Who was the, um, what's his face? The the, the lead actor in, um, hold on, it's going to come to me. The young kid. Oh, fuck. Fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> All anyway, right. okay. show is amazing. I power watched the shit out of it, and I'm like going to rewatch it because there is so much shit that I'm sure. David Hyde Pierce back? They have everybody. Yeah, David Hyde Pierce is in it. Even, <clears throat> even though his character like, doesn't really make sense to be in the whole thing. Like, well, no. He, he had a little cabin near the camp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and he then did. he was meeting everybody for the first time. Because <laughs> he had a crush on uh, Janine Garofalo. The, like, the whole eight episodes is one day. So, like, that whole feeling of the first uh, – of the movie where you're, like they, – they, like, drive into town, get addicted to heroin, and then, like, yes. dry, and then dry out and come <laughs> back and they're, like, whoa, that was a crazy hour. Holy like, crap. that happens in this show, but dialed up to fucking, like, 19. There's a, there's a plot line where they take the government to court over, like, toxic waste dumping and fucking <laughs> spying and stuff like that. And they, they go to court, have a court battle, and have resolution all in, like, the two episodes. Hours. So it's like, it's all in the course of one day. It's amazing. Oh my God. I can't wait to watch this. Okay. Yeah. There's also a making of documentary that I found a little bit, really? a, a little dull and silly, but I'll watch I saw the, I saw the doc, but I didn't watch it. Yeah. yeah. Like, anyway, definitely check out the, the show. It was fantastic. I'll probably disagree with you as well on that point, because I thought that Paul Rudd was Paul Rudd just enough in the role that he was assigned to do in this movie and still make it very convincible that he's Scott. What's his face? Lang. Lang. But they could have, he, like, the whole thing could have been funnier. Could have been. I thought it was fucking perfect. Pushing no. it more would have made it too ridiculous for what it was, I no. think. No. It'd be really hard to put a comedy hero into the Avengers movies, though. Why? He was funny enough. He, he can be, like, smarmy and fucking Paul Reddy and still be funny in his, like, in his own way. Go, like, but he was. It just wasn't cranked up to 11 for your taste. That's all. It was a perfect 8.5. Remember Stinkfit? From nope. Tool, been watching shit so long. I need it cranked up to eleven. Otherwise, <laughs> I don't, otherwise, I don't feel anything. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, um, Paul Rudd is cranked up to eleven in fucking Wet Hot American Summer. The opening scene where he comes in on the motorcycle. motorcycle. It is amazing. <sighs> so good. Okay, so yeah. good. Sorry, I'm late. You were supposed to be here last week. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> his okay, scene. Yes. His scene in the movie where. Janine with Garofalo the, tells him to pick up the dishes. The tray? The, no, the tray that he fucking... Yes, he slaps in the on the ground, yeah. <laughs> you got to pick that up? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that scene is my favorite scene in that whole movie. It's fucking priceless. Because it's one of those things where it just keeps going, dragged out, it's painfully awkward, Yeah, and then it gets funny again. And I'm just like, oh. There's a so shot, the, the little bit of the documentary that I watched, they have, they have like a shot of... The, the audience while he's filming that scene and the whole room is like oh trying not to laugh they're fucking like pulling it in and then he finishes they're like cut and then people burst out laughing like right away that that scene made me believe that he was a teenager <laughs> yeah it just broke I, yeah he's 32 uh, wait how old no, is he yeah, now? No. 
he's old now. Right? Yeah, mid forties. Yeah. All of them are like uh, some of them. Lot, Michael like, Showalter. <laughs> he was the um, Cooper. Yeah, got wow. real, real big. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Paul Rudd was on uh, Conan O'Brien to promote Ant Man. Did he put the uh, twice? Yeah. <laughs> but, did he what now? Put Mac and me rather than the actual movie. Yeah. Conan made a promise again. He was like, "Look, I understand. Uh, this is a Marvel Disney Studios movie. Yeah, I really can't. We I can't, really can't do fuck this. Around. Yeah, Marvel's gonna <laughs> Marvel's gonna kill me. I can't. Yeah. I'm signed on for so many other movies. It's in my contract. Like, don't worry. Conan. So this is Conan saying yeah. he's not gonna put on Mac and me. No, no, this is, Paul, this Rudd. is Paul Rudd because yeah. he's done it 17 times already. <laughs> to, to Conan. To Conan. Yeah. Was like, he in Mac and me or something? No, no. <laughs> it's just the worst. So. So he goes, he puts on the suit for the first time, he shrinks down into the grass, he runs with some ants, yeah. and then it cuts to the grass where the kid rolls by on his wheelchair. <laughs> uh, so they actually put his movie out. I don't know. Well, they put Ant-Man in they- Mac and Me. <laughs> more what they did. I guess that's the that's the middle ground that makes the studio happy. Well, no, 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 no. He, he like runs in the grass just as the kid's wheelchair starts rolling down the hill. Oh, oh the clip so it's, is it's even like longer. superimposed over the thing? So Ant-Man runs into a tunnel and he jumps out of a hole yeah, and he's yeah. in the grass. And then the whole camera zooms out and the kid in the wheelchair is there. His brakes break and he starts okay, rolling down okay, the hill okay. and they play the whole scene again. Right. That's amazing. And is it always the same scene he plays? It's yep. always the same always scene. The same. Jesus. Okay. What, did, what did Conan say? He, he got indignant and then Paul was like, okay, so now we're going to show you the footage from Ant-Man. And did it the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then they cut back and Conan was like, yeah. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. <laughs> why do I even have you on the show anymore? <laughs> That's probably why he has him on the show. <laughs> Amazing. I'm pretty secretive. Conan thinks it. it's funny, but he's also super annoyed by it. You could you could tell. He's it's, just like, oh. it's like a long form joke that like is gonna you know you know like when a really good joke you play it out and then you just keep doing it and then it gets funny again. Yeah. It's like that, but it's happening in super slow-mo over years and years and years. So maybe like 17, years. Conan is like, this is like time number 17. Conan is fucking bored of it. But like time 23, Conan's <laughs> going to be fucking laughing his ass off because it's going to have gone back into the funny zone. I don't understand how Conan hasn't cracked and decided to produce a remake. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> like with himself as Mac. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be believable. Get, actually, isn't Mac like orange-haired? That shit. No, Mac like has no hair. It's a little it, hairless. He, he looks, looks like a hairless cat color. with baby eyes. Yeah. Yeah, he's a freaky looking thing. Yeah. Did that happen after E.T.? Was yes. that like just trying to capitalize yes. on the E.T. Yep. thing? It was like just a, mm-hmm. a remake. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of E.T., I watched the uh, E.T. documentary on Netflix. Oh. The video game. How do you uh, see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant a documentary about the actual movie. Well, the documentary about the video game. Right. And how it killed Atari. Yep. Or did it? Okay, and an E.T. video game? From 1982? Yep. 83? Something like that? This game is legendary, Sophie. Legendary as the worst video game of all time. Yep. I've heard something to that effect, but I, I don't... Yeah. And they, they try to, there's a lot of people in the documentary who try to prove that it's not the worst video game of all time. Oh, no, no, no. If you play it... I've, I've, I don't yeah, I've played it. It's really it. not. It's really bad. Yeah, yeah. But. They do stuff like the guy who who programmed it is one of the main stars. He's like, man, that not only was that game so bad, I got fired because of that, the fallout from it. I had people coming up to me in the hallways before I knew what was going on saying, man, you made that game in five weeks. Don't it doesn't matter what people say. Yeah. He, he's just like, you know, I, I, I gave the game to Steven Spielberg before it came out and he said it was fun. What? So didn't like, play it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. Or maybe he. No, Spielberg. Didn't they cut to an interview of Spielberg playing it. Yeah. Like talking about it back in the day. Wow. And they did make some points. Like it was an Atari game. Yeah. It, and it it was not the worst <clears throat> game. It was just they made a game in five weeks that was bad. It's a bad game. Yeah. And then they made more cartridges of it than any other game. Then there were consoles. What? Yeah, oh my god. They made like but that's three million the cartridges. If they were expecting to sell consoles based on the title, which, they were is, expecting which is not to sell, unreasonable, yeah. Except yeah. they didn't. And yeah. then the other part of the, the whole movie was the quest to find the famous burial ground in right. Arizona. Didn't they, they do, do it? They yeah. found it. Yeah. yeah. And they found out that it wasn't an E.T. burial ground. Really? It was an Atari burial ground. No shit. There was all kinds of other games there? all there? kinds of other games there. Like, great games. Pong and Yars Revenge and Whoa. Centipede. When the market crashed and the dried up and died, <clears throat> they just they, they took a warehouse full of video games and buried them there. Right. But the first one they found was an E.T. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of E.T. cartridges in there. Yeah. I can imagine. It was very cool. They talk a lot about the like the rock and roll lifestyle that was happening at Atari because mm-hmm. it would take one or two people to make a game back then, right? What? Well, I mean, the, the programming was there. You, I guess so. Sit there and work for a Holy couple months shit, on it. Do and things bang change? Out a video eh? game. Oh yeah. And these guys were just given carte blanche in the office. It was like Google with a dealer, right? Like offices, just do whatever you want. You're making us millions of dollars if it takes. Mountains of cocaine and, and a fully stacked bar in your office to do it, then go Fucking right ahead. Whatever. Just put out a winning game. Oh, my God. I want to go to there. Yeah. yeah. The guy the guy who did it was the same guy who did Yars Revenge and a couple other like top-selling games. Man. And so how do they fire him from one giant fuck-up? Like, it's not his oh, fault it became a marketing disaster. They gave him five weeks to fucking put they, out a title. In the f- six months after the Christmas of E.T.? Yeah. They lost three hundred fifty million dollars. Like they fired everybody, eight thousand people out of a ten thousand people office. In how six did months. it happen? Like, how how like I don't understand how you like one failed title could cripple the company so hard. It wasn't one failed title, but that was an easy thing to stick on. This they don't cover this in the documentary, but I've actually read a whole lot about this. Okay, I'm um, really interested. Do you remember NES? The Very the well. Nintendo 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 of course. Do you remember on NES cartridges they had? This big gold sticker on it called the Nintendo Seal of Approval. Yes. Absolutely. Atari did not have that. And one thing that Atari did not do was protect their intellectual property when it came to compatibility to their consoles. Mm-hmm. So if you were a small company that could buy a couple computer chips, you could program and make your own cartridges right. that would plug into the Atari 2600. Huh. Now, you could do that for the NES also, right? Like, there, like I don't know if you had any of those Chinese imports that had like like weird shaped boxes yeah, yeah, that yeah. didn't have the console, or they had like different colored plastic than the gray, like the, whatever. Right, yeah. but that happened. That happened, and that also happened a lot later because people had to hack the system to yeah. figure out how to code it. Yeah, because Nintendo kept that stuff very secret, and Atari didn't. Yeah, so the market was flooded <clears throat> with shitty games. Hmm. So if you were in 1981, 1982, going to a store. And you would see uh, Atari Baseball or uh, Adventure yeah. uh, or Yards Revenge or, or Pitfall yeah. or Pong. Pac-Man yeah. or Qbert. And then you, you were there with all like 40 bucks. And then you'd see a couple other that was like Sport Baseball. You're like, oh, 15. that's 15. Yeah. And you picked it up and it was like a freaking 
uh, epileptic seizure attack game because yeah. the screen was just flashing and it didn't make any sense and the control booklet was translated badly by three guys in yeah. Hawaii. Um, that had a huge effect on the market. Huh. People started bringing home bad product that tainted the, the water, basically, for the thing. Interesting. Um, they invested really heavily in human resources mm-hmm. to the point where they did not need 10,000 employees to to make video games or to promote the system, right? Like, it was doing fine on its own. Yeah. Um, and then they made, I think it was, I think, I'm not sure, I think it was 6 million Atari ca- cartridges, paid a huge amount of money for the licensing. For E.T. For E.T. Yeah. Um, like a huge, ridiculous amount. Like, they they wanted to come in, this they talked about in the documentary. I didn't know this before. The director of marketing and licensing wanted to impress Spielberg because it was Warner who owned Atari at that time, and okay. he wanted to steal or be the guy that brought Spielberg to work for Warner Brothers rather than it. Huh. So he, he came in and was like was something like $24 million for the licensing of E.T. the video game. <clears throat> Fuck in right, 1980s dollars, like, right? Spielberg was like, "So what are we talking about? Dollars. Is that like Monopoly <laughs> money? <laughs> well, half. Like it's it's like half. Like Jeez. like the budget of the movie of ET was like would have been 25 million dollars, right. right? Like okay, yeah. He just dropped a ridiculous sum on the table, yeah, unprompted. Jeez. Like, so what are you talking about? And boom, here's 25 million dollars. What? What? I want the rights. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want final say on the game. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, so, like, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that happened. Okay. But then, and this was just, like, the nail in the coffin. I know and and a, a big story that you could point to and say, that happened and then Atari died. Right. Right. Bad mistake, for sure, but mm-hmm. not enough to, to cause the crash of the whole market. Because hmm. between 1982 and 1985, NES, mm-hmm. nothing. Like, no, just no consoles. What do you mean? Wasn't the NES out at that point? No. Years before the NES came out. Well, the yeah, yeah. The Atari started way before. But didn't the NES come out in 85? 85, yeah. So okay. the, this was 82 when the, it was like three, four solid years. Yeah. No video games being sold. Hmm. All, all the, the so people freaking like went Sears outside? stuff just like shending it down to flea markets. Oh, Interesting. You know what? I do miss mm-hmm. kind of... I, I, I fucking miss those days though where you had... A console, and it was awesome when you did get to play it, and those few games that did come out didn't occupy your whole fucking life for, like, 72 hours straight, and you come out, like, I a wreck. I don't think you really played Zelda. Yeah. I, no, oh, no, I never played Zelda. Because I played Zelda for, like, a week straight. I don't know. I just, I miss it. I can't get into video games now anymore because they just seem so fucking involving. You just haven't found the right ones. Like, there are so many games being made, and especially indie titles with, mm-hmm. like, NES era and SNES era graphics that are made by like one guy with a vision just really wants to put out this title does an old school retro style game and like there are just thousands and thousands of games coming out every year I'm sure there's stuff out there that'll grab you maybe but I don't Sophie, know I'm, I kind of want to try Mass Effect but you try. played WoW so much I played WoW yeah you cancelled social plans to play WoW when? many times you're like I can't I've got a raid tonight that I didn't cancel them. I just didn't make them because I had prior engagements that were also of a social nature. <laughs> I'm not faulting you for. I'm just saying you, 
I'm confused by you saying, man, I miss those times of being really engaged in a video game. Well, I maybe played she's this lost fucking the feeling for Warcraft. I did. I did. I uninstalled it a yeah. month or two ago. I, I just, I, I don't have the time for it anymore. I miss it. I do. But I don't. But you miss the feeling of being involved, which you can't yes. really get anymore. I'm, I'm yeah. in the same boat with Warcraft. Like, I can't even imagine logging back in. I'd be fine with logging back in. I just don't have the fucking time. There are other things I would rather do. Mm-hmm. Um that are just as involving and, and that would give me a more long-term enjoyment of it. Like That's part I, of why League of Legends is such a good grab because every match is like between a half hour, 45 minutes. I don't want to deal with those it. assholes, dude. Those are legendary. There's, it's League of Legendary assholes. There's is what assholes the g- everywhere the world <laughs> over. You can't, this you is can't, very can't true. do anything social without running into them. So uh, yeah. Just play Counter-Strike. There's no assholes there. Wait, no. You <laughs> fucking lie. That's what I meant you were playing. Not not, right. not stupid thing. Um, Call of Duty. Right. I played Counter-Strike yeah. for a long time. You still playing that? Nope. I haven't touched it for a while. You playing mm-hmm. anything these days? Uh, I'm playing that Facebook wrestling game a lot. Oh, yeah. Still. Yeah. What? Yeah, a lot of that. Uh, I started playing Epic Mickey 2 on the Wii. Okay. That is a weird game. Is it good? It's licensed? <laughs> what does that even mean? Okay, it's it's very Disney. Yeah, um, it's strange, um, but it's not exactly my style of game. Okay. It's a run around, figure out the puzzle, uh, jump on platforms, and then push this thing over there and mm. uh, activate that bridge and this lever. And whoa, the door opens. Fantastic. It's mm-hmm. cool. It's pretty. Uh, the controls work okay, I guess, but. You guys want to talk about the think. election? Politics. Yeah. It's going to be big. I, Wake I, me up when it's over. I am not. <laughs> it's only a month, Sophie. It's not like. It's a, in a month? No. It's, yeah, it's in a month, the election. Okay. 40 days? 40 days or something. Days. Like and is this the national thing? Yep. Is federal, that what you call federal it? Federal elections. Federal election. Yeah, that's right. So it was called by Harper. Everybody's bitching about him having done it because he's kind of calling it early. And Is it? Yeah. Kind of. They've been ge- like everybody's bitching that the the conservatives have been kind of gaming the system because they started all this advertising stuff ahead of time, and then in Canada the the election has a maximum duration, and you're only allowed to advertise for the election during that period of time to try and limit the amount of uh, advertising money that can get into the <coughs> campaign. And the conservatives are heavily heavily better funded than all of the other parties, and they've been advertising stuff leading up to it, kind of like skirting then fucking with the rules. Well, they. In 2006, when they won the election, they were found guilty of uh, yeah. spending improperly. They, in 2008 or nine, when they won the election, they were found guilty of improperly spending for uh, the rules for the federal election. Yep. Uh, in 2014, last year, they passed a bill to change how they can spend it's for time. elections. Mm-hmm. So just like... They're not just gaming the system. They're breaking all the rules, and then they're like, oh. Changing the rules. We'll just change the rules now. The um, NDP is surging. The conservatives are in the lead, though. Apparently, they're not going to get a majority this time. I have been so fucking busy. This has all gone over my head. Mm -hmm. For real. Okay. Justin Trudeau is the best thing to happen to the NDP in a while. So, Justin Trudeau, if if the, what is he, liberal? He's a liberal leader. So, if they win, he's going to be prime minister? If the Liberals win, but it really looks not. like that's a long, They're probably going to finish third, a long shot right now. Third? Yeah. Who's second? The NDP. Tom, Tom Mulcair and the NDP, unless he's able to pull out a win, which is not. Wow, I've literally never heard that name before. Tom Mulcair, yeah. the education minister for a decade, or uh, sorry, um, the the uh, nature environment minister for yeah. like 
a really long period of time. I like that. I'll vote for him. And um, he took over after Jack Layton, right? Yeah, he took over after Jack Layton. Yeah. Oh, and that guy everybody loved. Yeah. Everyone loved Jack Layton. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty orange when it comes mm-hmm. to Canadian politics. I don't know what that means. NDP. Yeah. I, I was a member of the party for a while, and I've, I've voted for them pretty much since I started understanding politics. Huh. I don't really like Thomas Mulcair. Really? I find him, he's got this greasy... Politician. Politic-y thing to him. And that's why I was kind of disappointed when he took over from Jack Layton, who I really, really liked. As Very personable person. dude. Did you read his biography? Layton? No. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I should have also. Hmm? Uh, I don't know. I just... I, I heard him talk a few times. I saw really good interviews with him. He seemed just really down to earth. Hmm. And Mulcair seems like a lawyer. I'm kind of like, you know, this happens every time there's an election. You have like the conservatives on the right and then a whole bunch of parties on the left that they kind of like fuck Mm -hmm. over the left vote. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't, I don't know what to do with that knowledge. You know, what do you, like our, our writing here is never, ever going to go anywhere other than liberal or it takes some, even though last time it was, it was like a crazy fluke that it was even close. Yeah. And that was against a freaking astronaut. Yep. We had an astronaut run for prime minister? For m- a member of parliament. Yeah. Oh. Just writing. Okay, Mark then. Mark Garneau. Who? Mark Garneau. Okay. Went into space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not everyone can do that. I guess not. I'm sorry. I don't have a lot to add to this. I, I yeah, feel really right. lost. It's okay. My writing is actually changing to a politician. So. What do you mean? The, the uh... The guy who's the member of parliament for the Sudwest mm-hmm. um, is an actor. Hmm. He was in 300. Seriously? Yeah. You know the guy who screams, Then our arrows will blot out the sun. Yeah. That's, that's my member of parliament. I want that guy in charge of my writing. Uh, uh, yeah. He ran as an NDP not thinking he had a chance to get elected at all. He was just working with the party to, to have someone there. As happened in many, many writings. As happened in many, many writings in the yeah. last election. So yeah. they're, they're actually, he's stepping down and they're, they're running someone else in, in my oh, writing. Why would he step down? Does he not have the He's the an drive? actor. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, if you the NDP in the last federal election went crazy trying to have somebody in every single riding. So there was like a lot of people that were clearly not not really ready for it and not really committed to it. And, and they did okay. not expect Quebec to f- reject the Liberal Party as right. heavily as they did. Like all of Quebec went NDP. Not all of it, but like a huge, a huge amount, huge amount. So much that NDP is the opposition party and they haven't been that in, I don't think, my lifetime. So. Yeah. yeah. Before before the last election. So. Huh. Looks like I there were just a lot of people who were like in their 20s who were suddenly members of parliaments. Yeah. And who ended up bailing in embarrassing circumstances. Like it wasn't really, didn't really work out that well. But um, I don't know. I feel no, like my guy he stuck it out, but he's just not running again. Okay. Like, oh, that, that Are you okay sense. with that? I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Though I, I don't know if ever on C SPAN he's ever shouted out that line. I hope he does before he. <laughs> Before he gets, he has one he chance, you know, like his last day. <laughs> the brought out the sun. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Right. Yeah. That'd be a day in politics I'd pay attention to. You can watch that all the time. Well, we have a channel that just continuously shows the, the House of Commons. Yeah. I don't have TV. Is that going to be streamed? Pro- yeah, of course. Everything's streamed. All right. Chat. I think if you typed in online streaming c-span you'd be the first person ever guys <laughs> do that. i work for the internet <laughs> like I, and i don't understand how it works 
This is just, it's always going to be a thing. Uh, I think the Google spiders were just like, what? Wait, what? what? Get to work, guys. Run around. Find it. <sighs> no. No, I'm, uh, I'm good. What else is going on in the world? I'm doing Gishwizzes. Gishwiz, sorry. What is a Gishwiz? Gishwiz is the greatest international scavenger hunt the world has ever seen. Cool. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, it is uh, this guy named Misha Collins mm -hmm. started it. He is an actor. Um, he's one of the regulars in Supernatural, actually. And uh, when I was looking up charities and stuff like that for Random Acts of Kindness, I found that he founded, actually, Random Acts of Kindness, a website that funds mm -hmm. Random Acts and stuff like that. And through that, I found this international scavenger hunt that funds the Random Acts and, and is a series of insane activities for, like, seven or eight days once a year mm -hmm. uh it's international and it's teams of 15 people who are assigned insane and near impossible tasks to do thus far i've painted lemmy on a unicorn shooting lightning out you of you painted lemmy on a unicorn yes i what? painted who's a unicorn okay no no <laughs> i painted <laughs> on the hood of a car oh. okay i painted lemmy riding a unicorn through the sky shooting lightning out of his bass guitar the thing that I came in my head was that you found a unicorn, and then you put Lemmy on his side. I would do that if I met a unicorn. Right. That's what I would do. Yes. That would be the best My Little Pony camera. <laughs> Wouldn't it, though? <laughs> but no. A unicorn with a Lemmy cutie mark. That'd be awesome. So this is one of many items that you can do, or you have to like uh, make a portrait of, um, what's his name, Robert Downey Jr. out of salt and pepper and tweet it at him. Wow. Mm -hmm. Or make a My Little Pony version of an actor and get them to tweet it back. Or retweet it, whatever the term is. Retweet. Yeah, and then it counts as a submission. So there's like a million and one crazy, absolutely insane things. What's and like so the much craziest, fun. hardest? <sighs> like you an actual pony or just a drawing of the pony? No, no, you just recreate in the style of the Milo Pony cartoon. Hmm. Friendship is magic. Um, Who would be the best celebrity to do that to? William Shatner. Michael he's Sarah. Michael Sarah. But as who? I don't watch the show or know any of the characters. You just have to draw him like a pony, and he'll retweet it. This is very true. As George Michael. <laughs> as George Michael. <laughs> as George, yeah, Michael Sarah as George Michael as a My Little Pony. That would be so bland. <laughs> yep. Her? No, that'd be amazing. No, so I'm, I'm doing that. Um, William Shatner is big into it, actually. Uh, also participates William in William Shatner is a brony. He's not a brony. He's a gisher. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Though, but John Delancey is a brony. Yeah, just Delancey. Q. Q. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a big brony. He was a brony so much so they gave him a voice in the show. That's fucking weird. Yep. Yep. He, oh, he, yeah, he did. They asked him to narrate a documentary on bronies, mm -hmm. and he was like, I don't know anything about this. And like, well, it's like this group of people who are super into this show, and then everyone makes fun of them and teases them. It's like, well, that's not very nice. Okay, I will do the documentary. And then a documentary came out, and they're like, so... You want to be on, on the, the show? Be on the show? And he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he, basic, he basically plays Q on the show. That doesn't necessarily qualify him as a fan. He may... No, he became a fan. Okay. He, he's like a, a proponent for it. He was on um, uh, The Nerdist mm -hmm. like five or six months ago, and he talks about ponies a lot. Now awesome. he goes to the conventions. In any case... Mm -hmm. You have to pay a fee to participate in the scavenger hunt and uh, all the Is proceeds. It Pardon? Is it Buku? No, you can you can purchase different tiers. Like uh, mm -hmm. I got the basic one, which is twenty bucks. You can get bigger ones that gets you like signed autographs from Misha Collins or other stuff like that, or other yay fancy things. But um, you can also sponsor other people who can't afford to pay the fee. Hmm. But all the money goes towards uh, charity and things, which is amazing. 
yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna fucking do this. Is it, is it like too late to register? It is too late to register, <laughs> and the the hunt yeah. the hunt is going on right now. It right. started Saturday, this past Saturday, the first, and ends this Saturday. The are 8th. we squandering your precious hours? You fucking are. <laughs> yes, you are. Like I've done I've done two items so far, and I plan on doing four more before Saturday. And half my team isn't participating, which is a bit of a letdown because that sucks. I could have won a trip. To Costa Rica with Misha Collins and the rest of my team. Mm-hmm. And that would have been awesome because the guy is absolutely batshit insane. And I think he would be my best friend. Huh. So I'm just, yeah, I'm crushed. But still, I'm having a blast with this. How many people go on a team? Fifteen. Okay. Magical 15 and everything. Are they all strangers or are they people that you recruited? Like no, you can recruit a team uh, or you can like be five people and say, I need more people and recruit and they'll assign you okay. people from wherever. I have some people in the USA, uh, two other people in Canada, and I think one or two in the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's nice. Also, one of my team members is a member of my family on my mother's side. Weird. Yeah. It's like a small fucking, fucking world. <laughs> Speaking of raising money for charity, I went to the Highland Games. On Sunday, did oh, you was toss that a caber? I didn't know I, that was. No, I watched a whole lot of the Highland Games, and yeah. those strong dudes are really, really strong. <laughs> yes, they are. The lightweight hammer throw, which is twenty-eight pounds, they were throwing at eighty-five feet. What? Just That's like the spinning. Where you yeah, spin they, they spin, and okay. it's like a, a shot put on a chain. Right, right. Eighty-five feet though. That for a twenty-five pound, twenty-eight pound 28 weight, pound. like. Really impressive. That's really fucking impressive. Uh, I was in the tug of war yep. for the Children's Wish Foundation cool. in Montreal. Yeah, me and a couple other people that was fun. loosely associated with Montreal Roller Derby got destroyed by the Black Watch. Really? And Whoa, then fucking Black Watch. Yeah, those, these dudes did not. They're like, hey, thanks for coming. Yeah. And then I got recruited by someone else. They were taking donations. People could donate to uh, have a chance to pull against the Black Watch. Cool. And then... They, Someone recruited me because I was still hanging around. Yeah. Like, hey, you pulled before. You're big. Come do it again. I was like, well, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it's for charity. I was like, okay. And then we won. It was awesome. Awesome. Cool. And then they took donations from everyone in the crowd and had that team that I was on and the Black Watch pull against like 70 people. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. donated a book. And that was awful. <laughs> I, I read about two kids getting killed. At a giant tug of war thing in God, Southeast Asia or something, where it was like 500 people against 500 people or something, and they had their arms pulled off. <gasps> like they got tangled up in the thing, and they bled out like like a like imagine like mm. a pen in the bottom of a paper cup, like just <laughs> all their blood went out of their body. Like like it's dangerous. There's a lot of force that gets oh, into yeah, that. Yeah, when yeah. It's seven, even 70 guys pulling <clears> on 70 guys must have been thousands and thousands of pounds of pressure. No, it was like it was like 20 guys pulling on 70. Okay, Random but those 20 people. were Blackwatch and the... Well, there was 10 Blackwatch. There was 10 people who just beat the Blackwatch. Okay. And then there was like... I guess it was about 50 people, including children and old, old people. <laughs> right. But still, there was a lot of weight on yeah. that. <laughs> and we had just pulled each other to oblivion before that, and they beat us, and that was fun. They raised 6,600 bucks for the Children's Wish Foundation, wow. and I still have bruises all on my arm. Awesome. That's amazing. Those are honorable They're war wounds, man. I was wondering what those things were like around your tattoo. Like, yeah, those like are bruises from the rope. <laughs> <laughs> we got three minutes, guys. Anybody have any last uh, last closing comments? I would like to ask you why your feet are so baby soft. Why my feet are baby soft. Look at that. His feet are ridiculously smooth. I work from home. Most days I don't put on shoes. I, I, I don't know. 
Sophie, you, you just need to take better care of your feet. I have wonderful feet, too. Yeah. I used to run on fucking gravel, you, man. It's all the karate I did growing up. I have man feet. Well, then you need to massage oil into them. God don't Don't you? No. So, look, this, is, this is wonderful. What is wrong with you guys? Um... You, you said you had man feet. I'm going to take offense to that because I've got... <laughs> Clearly you, you don't. Yeah, because if you had man feet, you would have beautiful, <laughs> smooth feet. I guess so. <laughs> My feet are instruments of destruction. <laughs> Sophie's feet are instruments of destruction. Thanks for listening, everybody. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. Alright, thanks. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.